Amazon drivers save a little girl and save a dog. When the heck is Prime Day? Amazon's liable for your products. It's a bird, it's a plane. No wait, it's Amazon Prime Air drones and much more. Stay tuned for Amazon News. Welcome fellow entrepreneurs to the Entrepreneur Adventure Podcast where we talk about Amazon Wholesale and how you can use it to build an e-commerce empire, a side hustle, or anything in between. And now, your host, Todd Welch. What's up, everybody? Welcome to This Week in Amazon News. A lot of really good articles that we're gonna dive into. Make sure if you want the links to any of the news in here, you can get that at entrepreneuradventure.com forward slash 39, since this is episode 39. Let's go ahead and just dive right into the news. All right, first article from Journal News. Amazon driver finds girl on the side of the road. So this is an interesting one. The Amazon driver was delivering packages and she saw a car in the bushes, went to investigate and found a little girl on the side of the road called 911 and stayed there with the little girl until the police arrived and made sure the little girl was safe. Uh, apparently what happened is the father's vehicle had been stolen and reported stolen about 30 minutes prior. The person stealing the vehicle probably didn't even know the little girl was in there. When they found the little girl was in there, they just abandoned the vehicle, which makes that person a really horrible person. I mean, it's one thing to steal a vehicle. Another thing to like hide the vehicle in the bushes when you find out there's a little girl. Just kind of crazy, uh, but really cool that the Amazon driver found this little girl, called 911, and helped reunite her with her parents. So just a, a nice feel-good story there to start things off. Uh, always nice to hear people doing good things like this, and this just happens to be an Amazon driver. So pretty cool news. So I wanted to bring that up here to you. Always good to start things out on a positive note. This next news article comes from Helium 10 and it says, Amazon buyers can find your home address in 30 seconds. How to keep your personal information safe. Now I bring this one up because the day that this episode is going to be going live is the day that Amazon is going to start showing our address on amazon.com or your business address, whatever address you have registered on amazon.com. And I've mentioned this already in the past and that if you have your home address on there, you probably want to get a mailbox like from UPS or uh, boxes, mailboxes, etc., or something else to use as your business address. Now we have to keep in mind, right, that whatever address you use, you need to be making sure that you're using that as your business mailing address. It doesn't have to be your business shipping address. You can have multiple addresses. So you can have your business mailing address. So I have my mailing address as a scanning service. And then my shipping address is my warehouse. So they can be separate. And as long as that mailing address is on the invoices that you're getting from your suppliers, Amazon will still accept that invoice. So make sure it's the same. But what this article points out is that people could actually get your address prior to September 1st. 
and it was really easy to do. So if you go to a product page, you can click on the seller's name. And when you click on the seller's name, that brings you to the seller profile, which is where now they're gonna say, or where they're gonna show your address. And that is for the .com. But in the past, they had already shown this for like Mexico and the UK and other places. So the trick that they pointed out here was you could go to the .com seller profile, change the .com to like .com.mx, which I think is the MX, is the Mexican marketplace, the Mexico marketplace, or change it to .co.uk, which is the UK marketplace, and it would have shown your address already. So not really something new, it's gonna be easier, for people to find your address, but they could actually find it before. So just keep that in mind, your address is going to be public information on here already. So get a mailbox or something if you don't want people seeing your personal email address. Next up here are some news articles from Amazon themselves. So in Seller Central dashboard, these popped up. Coming soon, long-term storage fee inventory cleanup. So September 15th is the next hit of the long-term storage fees. And these fees are gonna be high. They're gonna be $6.90 per cubic foot or 15 cents, whichever is higher. So if you have smaller products, it's not too bad. If you have bigger products, it's really gonna hit you. And so this is for any inventory that's been in there for 365 days or longer. Now, we all know that Amazon is working hard to clean up their warehouses because they are overstocked in their warehouses. They literally do not have any more storage space in a lot of their warehouses. So they are hitting people hard trying to get product out that's not selling. They only want you to store product that's in there and it's selling really quickly. You know, we've seen with the IPI score where you can't believe below 500 or you get severe restrictions and individual restrictions on products where you can't send products in. Now I've heard reports that the number of products you can send in for a product is going up as the sales history sees higher sales velocity. So hopefully they continue to do that. I've already run into it with my products not being able to send the number of products in that I want. Uh, literally, I've ordered like 500 and I could only send in 100 and some, so I've got a bunch sitting back here in the warehouse and I can't send them in, so I'm just streaming them in. So you're gonna have to decide how you wanna do that, either selling fulfilled by merchant, perhaps, the product that you have sitting on hand, or have it in stock like I'm doing, and every time I make a shipment, I see how many more of that product I can send in and send it in, so I'm constantly streaming that product into Amazon. A lot of people are gonna be doing FBM. I'm not really favorable on the FBM. I don't like it. I like doing the FBA, so I'm streaming my inventory in. I may start doing some FBM if it gets really bad and I'm running out of stock on Amazon. We'll see what happens, but it's gonna be a struggle. Amazon is trying to free up space and make sure people are not sending in a ton of products. So you're probably, regardless, going to have to have stock ready to go. If you're not shipping directly from your supplier, you're gonna to have to have it in your warehouse ready to send in, and you're probably gonna to have to order small amounts if you're ordering from your supplier, and just having that constant stream of product 
going into Amazon if these are products that are selling a lot of stock very quickly. So definitely keep that in mind. September 15th, get any stock out of there that's been in there 365 days or more, so you do not get hit with that. Next news out of Amazon, do not miss out on Amazon Accelerate. So Amazon is gonna be having a free conference here. There's, uh, it doesn't show a lot of information exactly what they're gonna be talking about. It's gonna be skewed towards brands. Um, it says here, day one keynote, the event will kick off with a fireside chat with Jeff Wilkie, CEO, Worldwide Consumer. So that might be a little bit more information about selling internationally is going to be my guess. So if you're interested in that, you can definitely check that out. Now it says we will cover three main topics during the event, building your business toolkit, discovering what's new, getting ready for peak. So probably good information for wholesale. The day two though is going to be Christine Bucamp, president of Amazon Fashion, will share how to build a standout brand on Amazon. So that one is gonna be more interesting for brands, but us wholesale sellers might wanna check it out as well because as I've talked about cleaning up brands and helping brands grow, knowing this information will be very beneficial to you if you're going down that path of trying to get exclusives and help brands grow their business and offer that additional service on top of just selling their product to try to get those accounts open. So that could be very good information there for us as well. Day three, Devesh Mishra, the VP Worldwide Supply Chain, will discuss the state of our operations and roadmap for FBA. So that is probably gonna be really good information as far as managing your stock and supply and how Amazon is doing, storing all this product and shipping it out and how they are trying to upgrade their facilities. So definitely something probably to check out if you're able to. It's free, so you know a lot of times you get what you pay for. This is probably gonna be a lot of information and how to, or how Amazon is trying to make things better for us and for brands and things like that. So just keep that in mind, but just wanted to point it out for you so you can check it out if you are available September 1st to 3rd to check out this virtual event that they're going to be doing for us and I'll put links to the virtual event in the show notes so you can click over there and definitely check out Amazon Accelerate. If you wanna just go right there, it's register.amazonaccelerate.com to find out more information. The next news coming out of Amazon is that they have this nice new tool for improving the quality of our listings. So they're calling it the Listing Quality Dashboard. And if you head on over to it, you will see all of your listings that they recommend improvements for and they actually show the information that they're recommending you fill out in the previous episode i talked about how we can go about finding gold on amazon right these listings that are collecting dust buy the products bring them into amazon maybe be the first fba seller clean up the listing taking nice pictures the bullets the title the description and all that great stuff so this kind of goes right into that as well. If you're looking at improving listings, you can come on over to the listing quality dashboard and find additional things that Amazon is recommending that you fix 
to help get your product in front of people more information to get better search results, more information for the customer. So this goes right in hand with that. And if you did not check that episode out, I highly recommend going back and checking out episode 38, where I talked about finding gold on Amazon and getting these listings all to yourself. And in fact, I'm gonna be doing a webinar on this, so you can definitely check that out as well. Entrepreneuradventure.com forward slash mine, M-I-N-E and you can get all the information on that. That's going to be a paid webinar, but I am going to go in-depth on how I am getting these products with 75 to 100% ROI and really boosting my bottom line on these products. So definitely check that out and definitely check out this listing quality dashboard as well. Now, if you're just looking for that listing quality dashboard in your Seller Central, you just have to hover over inventory, go to manage inventory, and then in the list of links that they provide at the top of manage inventory, one of them is listing quality dashboard. Right now, it's the very last one for me, but you never know, they move that stuff around. So that is where it is currently. I'll put links to the listing quality dashboard in the show notes as well at entrepreneuradventure.com forward slash 39 so you can check that out also. All right, this next news is from PCGamer.com. When is Prime Day 2020? When the heck indeed, right? Previously on Amazon News, I reported that Amazon Prime Day was supposed to be sometime in September. It's looking more and more like that is not going to happen. According to this news article, it's looking like it's going to be in October. Uh, As of the recording of this, the Amazon 2020 Prime Day landing page is does not have any dates on it really at all so no information there but according to a leaked email supposedly that pcgamer.com is referencing here they are looking at october 5th as a possible date but nothing is solid on this but really october is the last month as they point out in this news article that they could really do it after october then you have black friday Friday, and you're really in the thick of the holiday selling season. And Prime Day is supposed to be a summer selling day. So October is really it. My guess, they would do this in the beginning of October unless something really crazy happens with uh, COVID and coronavirus and all that craziness with riots and everything else that's going on in the United States right now. Let's hope they do it in October 5th. As I've mentioned, Prime Day is a day where you can see your sales literally quadruple or more by for doing nothing. Really, that whole week becomes like a high sales week that you can really move a lot of product. Again, it looks like they're pushing it back from September to October. We're still going to want to be prepared for this regardless right now, you want to be expanding the inventory that you're carrying. I mean, I've expanded a lot of my inventory out to 90 days, sometimes even longer. I'm trying to get a business line of credit right now from my bank of up to $100,000 so that I can really stock up for this holiday because the sales are just going to be insane. They're already insane since coronavirus hit. It's been like holiday season the entire summer, which normally the summer you see sales dip a little bit depending on what category you're in. 
This summer has just been exploding. Uh, the last I looked at my Seller Central account, my sales have increased by 230% from last year this time. So it's just crazy time on Amazon. Prime Day looks to be even more crazy, and this holiday season is going to be just exploding on Amazon as everybody looks to buy gifts and everything else online as much as possible so they don't have to physically go to the store to get this stuff. So make sure you're preparing for that, stocking up, extending the days that you're staying in stock, and just getting prepared for this holiday season that's coming. All right, so this next article is from the Washington Post. Headline reads, burning laptops and flooded homes. Courts hold Amazon liable for faulty products. Multiple court rulings have found the e-commerce giant responsible for defects in products sold by third-party merchants on its marketplace. So this is a huge news article with major repercussions if these court rulings hold up. Uh, essentially, what they are saying is that Amazon should be liable for the products that you and I sell if they hurt someone. So if you and I sell, and the example they use in this court hearing is a laptop battery that caught on fire and burned down someone's apartment and burned them, they're saying that Amazon should be held liable for that rather than the sellers of the product or the manufacturers of the product. And their reasoning is because the sellers of these products often will disappear. They might be Chinese sellers, so they just you know leave the US or whatever, and there's no one to hold accountable. So they're saying that Amazon should be held accountable because they're selling the products, which isn't really true, right? Amazon is providing the platform for us to sell the products. So this is going to have major repercussions. So far, uh, it said that there have been court hearings in Texas, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and California where this has been upheld or something similar, uh, California is actually trying to pass a bill that would hold Amazon accountable. So we'll see where this goes. I definitely think Amazon would probably take this all the way to the Supreme Court if necessary. Um, and they did say that if Amazon is to be held liable, then Amazon supports a measure that would require the law to apply to all online marketplaces, including its competitors who, for example, do not warehouse and ship products sold by third-party merchants. That drew intense opposition from several Amazon rivals, including Etsy, whose chief executive Josh Silverman wrote in a blog post, the measure will saddle small businesses with complex, hard to comply with legislation that only they can afford to absorb. And he's absolutely correct there. Regardless of if they only impose this on Amazon, it's going to hurt us small sellers that are selling on Amazon. It's not going to hurt Amazon. Amazon will take this in stride. And what will happen is that they're going to push it back on us, most likely. They're going to, number one, require that we all have super strong liability insurance that names Amazon as a primary payer of that insurance. And it's going to be expensive. We all should have 
product liability insurance anyways. And the price has not been too bad on that in the past, but Amazon has not really pushed that requirement either. They will probably start requiring us all to have it and provide proof of that, require a minimum for it as well, and that they be named in that liability insurance. Very similar to the liability insurance I signed when I got this warehouse. They required a $2 million liability insurance policy, and I had the name my landlord in that liability insurance. So if I burn down the place, my insurance will pay my landlord so he can rebuild the warehouse here or whatever he decides to do with the money. So that is definitely one thing that Amazon is going to require if this kind of stuff goes through. And they are probably gonna be even more strict on sellers who are trying to sell on Amazon. And they're gonna favor the big sellers and the more established sellers with better seller feedback. So that is gonna become even more important. I've talked about that in the past, requesting seller feedback has been something I've done from the beginning because it came from my private label days. That's something where you request feedback and reviews on every single sale because reviews are so important. And now even more important is gonna become the seller feedback in terms of how Amazon treats you on Amazon. So I've said over and over, there has never been a better time to get in on Amazon. And I repeat that now, it's gonna to continue to get harder. So if you can get in now ahead of all this stuff before the government starts clamping down on Amazon even more and makes it maybe nearly impossible for new sellers to get in. You wanna do that now. Start selling, get in, get grandfathered in, get learning all of this stuff because as it gets harder, the barrier to entry gets harder, the profitability of those of us in there is going to go up and it's gonna get better for established companies. So become one of those established companies right away. In my opinion, I don't think Amazon should be held liable for these products. Now, should Amazon require us sellers to have insurance and everything else? Yes, I can definitely see that being a good thing. But if you look at this, you could really make a case that if you're gonna say that Amazon, because they store the products and shipped it for us, what about every single website that is out there? The internet service provider, or not their internet service provider, but their website hosting company allows them to sell their products on the internet and USPS or UPS or FedEx ship those products to the end customer. So technically, couldn't you make a case that the hosting company is partially liable for a product that was hazardous and was bad and hurt someone and that UPS and FedEx and USPS were also liable because they shipped that product, right? It's a little bit different because they didn't physically store the product in their warehouses, but Amazon is just taking that product. So this could really hurt any 3PL that I've talked about in the past as well, third-party logistics. Any company that stores a product for a company, if these lawsuits are upheld, technically could be held liable. So it's gonna become a lot harder for any kind of business and a lot more expensive for any business to store their products anywhere that isn't their own warehouse. 
because that insurance is going to have to go up. The cost of that is going to have to go up. The liability is going to have to go up. Those companies that are storing product are going to have to store or are going to have to charge a lot more to cover all that additional cost and any possible lawsuit that could come back on them. So this is going to have major repercussions throughout retail, throughout any kind of company that stores products, depending on where this goes. So it's going to be a really interesting case to follow. Definitely will probably go to the Supreme Court. And this is one thing that I've talked about in the past, right, about crony capitalism. So what I read there about Amazon saying they actually support this measure as long as it applies to all their rivals as well. Amazon's the monster. And when big business gets in bed with big government and passes laws and regulations claiming to support and help the consumer, of course, it really ends up supporting the big business like Amazon because then it's almost impossible for a small business to start and compete with these big customers, with these big companies, I should say, because of all of these regulations. So we always have to find that balance between regulations and free markets. I always err on the side of free markets, as I've said in the past. There's always unintended consequences of everything that government does. So we always have to keep that in mind. Big news there, though, for Amazon sellers. We're going to have to keep an eye on that and see where that goes. Next up here from Paxis.arrow is this one, the Business of Passenger Experience website news. The headline reads, Amazon Prime Air Drone Secures FAA Exemption. Amazon's Prime Air Drone delivery plans scored a boost on Thursday. The Federal Aviation Administration approved an exemption, allowing the company to move forward with operations while working towards formal certification of the MK27UA aircraft and the airline operations. The approval comes with significant limits, but allows the company to continue development of the platform and supports progress towards the necessary certifications. So if you're watching this on video, you can see the picture here of the drone. It's pretty cool. Just think of like a drone that you'd normally see. It's got prime air on the side. It's a little bit bigger, of course, for carrying packages and things like that. But really cool to see Amazon moving forward with the Amazon Prime Air and air delivery. So I definitely think we'll see this sooner rather than later. They're pushing forward with this and as people want faster and faster delivery and they proved to Amazon that they're willing to pay extra for that delivery, uh, it's gonna keep moving forward and pushing technology like these. These drones are getting better and better at being able to self-navigate and flying at levels high enough that you and I can't hear them all the time and then delivering packages. So it's going to be a very interesting, interesting future for delivery. We could potentially buy a product and have a drone deliver it within minutes or hours. And going to be interesting because these drones, keep in mind, are going to be unmanned. They're going to be programmed to just fly out, deliver these packages. They're not going to need employees and things like that. So 
People like to talk about the automated future where we may not need employees. And this is a step towards that, uh, an inevitable step. You know, it's gonna be interesting finding the balance between automation and having things for people to do. That's a, a whole nother discussion, but I'm a technology geek, a computer geek, so I love seeing this kind of stuff moving forward and look forward to maybe a package being delivered by drones at some point. For sure. And last but not least, we'll finish this up with some happy news. Amazon delivery driver saves senior dog from drowning in backyard swimming pool. John Casabre said, I happen to be in the right moment at the right time. An Amazon delivery driver delivered the gift of life when he saved a dog from drowning during one of his routes. John Casabre was out delivering packages in Woolborn, Massachusetts earlier this summer when he noticed an Amazon struggling to stay afloat in the deep end of a backyard pool. I saw what looked like a snout, and at that moment, my heart sank, he told the local news outlet. Upon realizing that it was a pup in trouble, Casabre said he immediately jumped into the pool with everything on and didn't take anything off. The delivery driver had his phone, wallet, and watch on when he hit the water, though Casabre said none of that mattered. So he dove into the pool, saved the dog. It looks like a husky here, and just a pretty cool story. Another one where Amazon delivery driver is making a difference out there. Always good to point out these positive news stories, I think, because there's so much negativity out there. If we reported on every positive thing that happens in life, you'd never hear the negative news stories. So we always got to keep that in mind, right? The news is full of constant negativity, especially right now in an election year. If we reported on every positive news story, there wouldn't be time for the negative. So there's so much positive out there, but we only always hear about the negative. So that's why I wanted to bring these to your attention and a great way to end the news here. So with that, check out the show notes at entrepreneuradventure.com forward slash 39. And a reminder on the webinar that I'm going to be doing here very soon, the live webinar on how you can find gold listings on Amazon, polish them up a little bit and get all those sales to yourself with 75 to 100% ROI. Check that out, entrepreneuradventure.com forward slash mine. That is going to be the wholesale mine and refine method that I'm going to be teaching you guys. So definitely check that out. So with that, Todd Welch, your host, signing off. Happy selling, everybody. This has been another episode of the Entrepreneur Adventure Podcast. Thanks for listening, fellow entrepreneur. And always remember, success is yours if you take it.